that funky intro music. Welcome back to another episode of Brevity Box, or as I like to call it, the BDX, a podcast about pretty much anything and everything. We have a lot of uh, opinions and hot takes on stuff, stories from the wilds of dating and my opinions when Mitch isn't here, but usually we like to conversate about whatever comes up. Sometimes that's sports, much to Mitch's chagrin. At other times, it's dates, both good and bad, and sometimes of the nightmarish quality, which it sounds like we might be getting a little bit of here in a minute. But you're welcome to episode 69, which I can't say 69. Yeah, giggity. I can't say it without hearing Bill and Ted being like, 69, dude. You know, like, I I would, I need that drop right here. It's our dirtiest episode yet. Like the the 13-year-old in me is like, what am I? I'm bullshitting. The 40-year-old in me is like, like, 69. It feels like a cool milestone. In my totally cool. sophomoric brain, 69 feels fun. Um, and look, I have things that I wanted to talk about. As usual, we are kind of working around Mitch's very busy schedule. The man runs the entire podcast network at the same time as working a regular 40-hour plus, more like 80-hour work week in the mines of coffee beanoria, the lands between that bring pleasure in everybody who wants a nice cappuccino, like myself. So I can't really complain. But mm-hmm. we miss him, and I'm sure we'll catch up with him soon enough. But we're going to move on. You got me, you got Becky, and that's plenty. I'm sure you'll get plenty. <laughs> All right. So I was going to start by talking about some stuff that I had in mind about the recently passed elections and like talking about what's going on with Elon Musk and Twitter and just some things that have been, you know, rattling around in my fucking brain for no reason. Uh, but we just recorded day before yesterday on the 18th. It is the 20th of November and fresh fresh off of a what seems to be a crazy dating experience we're not gonna wait for a dating update from <laughs> becky here we're gonna we're jump gonna right into you, it we're not no, gonna we I'm gotta get you. into this Make and i want to give you the build up here <laughs> i gotta give you some build up here now yeah, i know that sometimes here the last episode <laughs> Well, and, and so let's guess. I know that sometimes if you might catch every few episodes, you might hear Becky talking about her time uh, messing with Bumble or messing with a dating app or a, a terribly funny ass. But if you're in the date, horrible story where you go out, you, you're trying to find a connection and you end up changing the guy's tire. Hilarious. Yes. <laughs> Still tragic, yes, great story. But if you're longtime friends with Becky, like my wife and I are, you hear the way that last episode went, and you should go back and check it out. But the way that that episode, episode 68, when I came away from it, the first thing I did was walk back and talk to my wife and say, you know, I'm excited. Sounds like this guy's a good guy. I'm kind of kind of stoked. I was like, I'm excited for Becky. And my wife's like, oh, I hope so. She so deserves to not have just wall-to-wall, like proctologist dream, right? Not wall-to-wall assholes and (laughs) shit like that. Now, look, admittedly, it's so much funnier and better content for bad dates to happen to the point where there's a 1.1% chance that Becky sabotages these things just for good content creation. And if that's the and truth, I hundred percent support it. Keep going on bad dates. There's They're somebody fun. who's never been on like a real date where a guy pays and actually pays. I don't think I would like purposely sabotage these things. <laughs> well, I wouldn't, like I said, still funnier, but look, I, Coming into this, before I even add, I text the first text was, How did it go? I was excited. I was like, I hope it was good. And real, real quickly, you can almost feel the tension in the few words that <laughs> Becky reacts to my text with. It was like, Not good. I got too excited. <laughs> totally, totally. I'm now I'm bummed. And I was yeah. like, Oh, shit. You know, and of course, that just kind of leads me to now. And now I can't wait. I had I asked before we hit record. I asked, 
do you want to wait? <laughs> and you know what? I look, I got so excited, I've even jumped past the regular intro. So before I even jump into that news, I gotta remind <laughs> everybody that was my teaser. Look, Brevity Box is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio <laughs> Network and Area 42 Studios and Sound. If you want to check out the roster of podcasts and talented hosts we have, check out our website at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. Look at subscribe to whatever you like. Definitely subscribe to us if you like what we're doing. And if you want to support what we're doing, you'll be able to get information on how to do that at the website. All right. Signed, done, delivered. <laughs> Let's move on to this nightmarish story about your date. Now, you sent me a picture of this guy, and yeah. this guy looked like the most innocuous white man on the planet. He looked like he was going to be a nice dude. He sounded from the stories you told on our last podcast that he was a nice, considerate guy. Mm-hmm. All right. So the lead up really seemed like the groundwork was being made for this to be a, at, at the very worst, it sounded like it was going to be at least a good, decent date. A good first date experience. Yeah. Yeah. Or even if there wasn't a connection, it looked right. like it just sounded like, oh, you know, he was nice. I didn't really feel it. We, watched a bad movie i didn't expect the ire that you clearly sound like you have so i've set i've set the stage (laughs) i'm pulling the curtains back (laughs) i'm hitting the smoke machines you're on don't don't stop believing us playing in the background (laughs) (laughs) strangely the last song of the final episode of the sopranos this is really good Everything's about um, to fade to black. <laughs> so what happened? What happened? Um, so you, after our uh, podcast, you had brought up like a really good um, uh, thing that I had neglected to find out from this gentleman, um, which was his last name. <laughs> so yeah. I had been talking to him I for did. like two weeks and I was having such a good time. It never crossed my mind to like ask his last name. I knew what he did for a living. I knew like. That was weird. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I knew okay. what he, uh, my computer just like freaked out. I knew what he did for a living. I knew like kind of what area of town he lived on. Um, just not, not his last name. <laughs> so like okay. after we were done recording, I, I was like, maybe I should find that out. Like that would probably... Just so, like, when I text my safe person, <laughs> like, I can give them their whole name. Right. So, like, I shoot a text to him, and I'm like, hey, um, <laughs> I'm not trying to be weird or anything. Um, I just was curious. I, I've totally neglected asking your last name. And then he got, like, really defensive. And that was, like, my first, like, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just, like, I'm a girl in 2022, like. I don't want to, I don't want to get murdered. I just want to know your last name. Like, (laughs) like I like a safety plant. Like I explained to him, like how I like to like let my friends know where I'm going, where I'm going to be, you know, just in case something were to happen to me, whether it be like, you know, a really, really bad day or, um, God forbid something more horrible. I would like them to know. It seems pretty practical. And plus who, who kind of doesn't, I mean, that seems like just a really harmless kind of question. Right. So he, like, like, what, what's your last name? What's your name? Yeah. Yeah. And it was like three text messages that were like, well, I just don't, I don't understand why you would want to know that. And I was like, well, I'm going on a date with you. I would really like to know that. Like, you know, what if something comes of this or like, you know, like, who wouldn't want to know somebody's last name? I'm like, I'm not going to Google you or anything like that. Like, I don't, you know, I'm not that into it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go all spy kids on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's so it, I'm just like, I'm surprised. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm legitimately, I'm really su- I was really surprised too, because you know, to up to this point, we had like talked about like a whole bunch of stuff in this two weeks and, he seemed really great. And I know, granted, like, text messages, like, a lot of language gets lost in translations or what translation or whatever, but 
to me, it was like, oh, okay, like this is really cool. Like, I feel like this is going well. Yeah. And it sounded like it was going well. It did. So finally, reluctantly, probably like one o'clock in the morning, he finally texts me his uh, last name. So I'm like, cool, thank you. That's all I wanted. I was like, and by the way, what movie do you want to go see? <laughs> and this guy, <laughs> he goes, well, I kind of wanted to change plans. And I was like, well, what does that mean? And he's like, well, how do you feel about like coming over here and watching a movie? And I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> man, I was like, no, I was like, I don't feel comfortable. I have I have never met you in person. Like, I don't know if I'm being catfished. Like, I don't. I don't feel comfortable with that. I was like, I normally like to meet people, go out with them a few times before I like go to their house. Like, I just don't feel comfortable. And he's like, well, we can go to your house. And I was like, no, I don't want you to know where I live yet. I'm not comfortable with that. Like, I don't know you like that. Which he was like, I just don't understand why you're being frigid about this. And I was like, yo. I was like, I'm not being frigid about it. Wait, 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 I'm wait, wait. wait. Pause. <laughs> being realistic. Pause button. Pause button. Yeah. Pause button. Okay. Um, this dude ain't got no game. I mean, I'm just telling you, this guy's no. got zero fucking game. And I want to explain and something it's... here. You saying that to me reminds me of a story that Brooke told me about a guy who, who before we were serious, was like asking her, Oh, you want to go out to a movie? And then tried the whole switch of plans and Mm -hmm. was like, well, just come over here and we'll watch a movie. And she was like, maybe. And then went to his place and he opened the door and was wearing like basketball shorts and like a, Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, real. We're about to have a sex uniform. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and clearly, like, you know, Brooke was like, uh-uh, I'm out of here. Right. And like, get the fuck. Look, that is a weird fucking thing to pull at the last minute. First off, if you already know that this person, that you're, if you're going to react to somebody asking your last name like that, and then you're like, oh, I thought we could change plans and go from going out on a date to you just coming over to my, you know, possible dungeon. And watching a movie, who knows what? And I'm, right. I guarantee you, I see this well, guy in basketball what? shorts now. He said what? He said what movie we would potentially watch? Oh boy! Which I mean, he put some thought into it at least. Okay, I'm scared. So he's like, he's like, he's like, I got Disney Plus, and I was like, okay, cool. And he's like, well, we can watch that new one since you like Disney, like the new um, Enchanted movie. Oh, and I Disenchanted. Was like, yeah, I was like, um, I already watched it, <laughs> and I was like, and number two, I I'm not coming over to your house. I was like, if you don't want to see a movie, because there's really not a ton of great movies playing. Yeah, but you're also not going to see. I mean, you're going to see a movie, but you're kind of going to get yeah. a feel for each other. Period. I mean, you're not going right. to see a movie. Yeah, and so. <sighs> It was like, no, I was like, we can change like where we want, like if you want to like go like get coffee, like I don't drink coffee, but I'd go if you want to go grab a drink somewhere. We can do something else. It doesn't have to be like set on a movie. And yeah, he's in like, public. Yeah. Plus the reaction like, of why you're being so frigid. The use of the word frigid is. And it was legitimate. That was legitimately the word. Like I'm not making that up. Yeah, I'm just saying that's a pretty, uh, like, I'm a word geek. Like, words really carry a lot. I, I get critical on people using the wrong word or myself using the wrong mm-hmm. word. I mean, that is a, 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 it's an aggressive, accusatory word. Like, yeah. I mean, this, this, the implied like, sentence being, there is, is yeah, what, yeah like that's being the difficult. fuck that word. Like, what, you don't want to come over to my house when I've never met you before and we've never been on a date before? Oh, my God, why are you being so frigid? Frigid. I mean, I I guess credit for the vocabulary. I give him Scrabble points I mean, he has an excellent vocabulary. I mean... But you'd think you could use the word coy or 
shy something or else. why something, what are you concerned yeah. how can i how can i ease this situation or maybe how about read the situation it also seems like a 180 degree turn from oh i it understand totally was, and I was I, let me wait till you get off of work i'll still be here don't worry like i don't I, i'm 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 confused Continue. yeah i was too so then finally it settled like oh no we're just gonna go and we're gonna see um spirited with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. And I was like, cool. I was like, probably not going to be a bad movie. I mean, it might not be great, but Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, right? Yeah. So I text my safety buddy. Guess who my safety buddy was this time? Who? <laughs> Brando. <laughs> oh, nice. So I text Brando and he's like, sounds like a douche. <laughs> <laughs> Brando keeping it real. Because I was like, Brando, I'm going on a date and I was wondering if you could be my date person. And he's like, What is that? And I was like, I just want a friend to know where I am. Um, so that if I get murdered, like you can give the police <laughs> the, the specific. And he's so if like, I come God, down with a case of deadness. <laughs> he goes, You and he goes, It's scary to be a woman in dating. I go, tell me about it, Brando. Because I don't want to tell any of like my girlfriends, you know, because they get excited, like you guys got excited, and then I have to like explain to them like why it didn't go well again. So I was like, Oh, Brando's the safe option because he's not gonna do a I told you so or a um, no, he's not a, judgmental. Maybe you're just not trying hard enough, Becky, or you know, one of the other several things my friends have said to me. So I give Brando all the information. I'm like, cool. I'm like, okay, we're going. That was a little weird. It's going to be fine. Maybe he was just having a night. Like I was grumpy. Maybe I was picking up on it wrong or something. Like I turn it, I always turn it on myself. <laughs> Which it was not me. I can guarantee that. Um, and then yesterday rolls around and I like got ready and I looked real good. I looked really good. <laughs> you put a lot of work into it. Not I put it a lot of work. I did a cut crease, a cut crease in my eyeshadow. That takes a lot of work. Nice. I had a nice like looking fierce. Was looking stellar <laughs> and i was like okay i'll get to the movie theater like five minutes before we were supposed to meet just because you know just in case until so i get in and i was like well i'm not gonna buy my ticket yet because like what if he doesn't show up because <laughs> then all my like insecurities and like my past dates have like started replaying in my head and so I'm standing there, and I don't know if you ever saw, like, the Galaxy Theater on Houghton. Yeah. Okay. It's right where Bashes used to be. <laughs> so, like, the front still kind of looks like Bashes, and it has, like, this giant window that you can see out of. So, like, I text him, and I let him know I'm, I'm there, and he's like, okay, I'm, like, two minutes away. And I was like, cool, I'll be by the front door. <laughs> and so, like... Five minutes goes by, and I see him walk up to the door. He like like we make eye contact. He like looks at me and then turns around and walks back to his car. <laughs> and I like walk out. I'm like I'm like, did you forget something? And he's like, Yeah, we're not doing this. And I was like, Excuse me, <laughs> what? <laughs> And he's like, yeah, he's like, you're just, um, you're not what I pictured. And I was like, but, but you have, you have my pictures. And he's like, yeah, well, he's like, you're curvier than I thought you'd be. He's like, I'm just not into that. So I, I just think I'm just gonna, just gonna head on out. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, you're, you're like a size like eight. <laughs> and he's like, and I'm kind of like into like size twos. And I was like, you had pictures of me. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I know. I just, um, I'm just not, this isn't for me. 
And so he like walked away and I let him because I was like, I'm not going to fight this anymore. Well, nor should you have. I mean, that's. Yeah. Yo. And I mean, like, here's my thing is like, I heard, like every girl has body issues, body self-esteem issues. That's like a no-no. Don't attack us. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm curvy. What I would fall over if I was a size two. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, look, and I you knew, food. and you knew I had sent you a picture previously of what I had looked like, and I haven't like gained a hundred pounds since I sent that picture. So why? It's a minefield. Why the change? I mean, it's a it's a minefield. Well, and this is the thing, right? You can't really. Um, I mean, I've got some opinions, but I don't want to cut you off. I want to let you finish. Go ahead. So then, the, so then he like gets in his car, and I'm like formulating because I'm like I have to have a good comeback. And he sends me a text message and says, "Sorry, I just wasn't feeling it. I'm not." He's like, "I think I led you on. I only wanted a friend with benefit." And then I I went to go answer, and I I typed everything, and it had. On the iPhone, it had been blue because we both have iMessage, and then it went to green. So he blocked my number and ghosted me completely unmatched with me on Bumble. And yeah. <laughs> Yo. Well, yeah. look, let me say first off, that sounds like fucking major cringe, like super cringy. I feel terrible for what you went through. That's well, that's not even the best ugly. part. Go for it. Please finish. So <laughs> at the movie, I like couldn't decide what I wanted to do. So like I went back into the movie theater and I asked them, I'm like, can I use the bathroom, please? And I had like tears in my eyes. I was trying not to cry because like that's fucking embarrassing. Like that's really embarrassing. And so they're like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go use the bathroom. And so like I'm in the bathroom and. I'm trying to compose myself and I walk back out into the lobby and I'm trying to decide, like, do I want to see this movie? Like, or do I just want to like go home right. and cry? And so I decided I was going to go home and then this old lady, bless her heart, stops me and she goes, honey, I saw what happened. <laughs> she goes, I'm going to go slash his tires. And I was like, I mean, he's gone. She's like, you are beautiful. It is his mistake. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. She's like, like, I could tell that was a bad date from a mile away. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> Yo, man. It's that's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. It's super fucked up. Mm-hmm. My God. It was it was not a good good night. Well, I mean, look, I, I can't tell you um I mean the thoughts that cross my head about this dude are like the most honest thing he said is, "I think I led you on." Clearly, the intent Clearly was to did. lead you on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clearly, the intent was not uh, a date, but more a, like he said, he wanted he wanted that friends with benefits deal. And and, and that listen, was it. Had he been honest with me, had he been honest with me, I might have been like, cool. Well, that's we kind of what that. I'm getting, but that's what I'm getting at, right? It's like it, yeah. it seems. It's very uh, no dick having chicken shitty to play that like that. Like you should have just come yeah. right out and said it in the beginning, like straight up. Right. Hey, I'm not looking for anything. I'm just looking for because, frankly, a lot more. You're gonna have a better chance of it working out the way you want it to if you're just honest from the jump. Exactly. I mean, exactly. You'll just have a better way. And then, so here's the second part of this: him walking up. And like, I don't, I don't think that it's like, I think it's a rare thing for people to like a random guy. We're just talking about out of a million men that are single and, you know, adults, it is a random thing that somebody would do what you're telling, what you're saying, what you're describing that's not, there's a lot of red flags there. 
Like to the mm-hmm. point where you kind of have to ask yourself, like combined with the way he reacted to you asking about his last name, combined right. with him calling you frigid, it's hard not mm-hmm. to think there's a chance that that was the plan at that point. Was the plan all along. Was to be, not not all along, right? But it, at some right. point when it became you not being willing to go to his place and watch a movie, quote unquote, right? And chill. Like, had that been the case, I don't think you would have had the, and I'm not saying you did the right thing, by the way. You did the right thing. But let's play it out the other way. You go to his place, he opens the door and sees you in exact the same way. I don't think that the same conversation happens. Do you see what I mean? Like, I don't think that he says the same things. I think in the end, you still end up getting uh, ghosted. Shit on, yeah. I don't know if you get shit on, but I think you get ghosted. It, I mean, it, I mean, you know. Being ghosted is getting shit on, though. Okay, well, I, like, but you, you know what I'm saying, There's no explanation, though. yeah. I'm saying for him to show up sucks. and look at you dead in the eye and then turn around and walk away, that is a... That's hard for me to believe is... Either that person, it's hard for me to believe that's the first time he's done that. And it's also oh, difficult. Sure it's, it's also difficult for me to believe it's not got that there, there wasn't some intent behind that in the first place. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Like to me, yeah. to me, him saying that all he wanted was a friend with benefits, like that omission was he'd never wanted to go on a date in the first place. Right. And had and like I said, had he been honest from the get-go, we'd be having a different conversation right now. Yeah, but I'm saying that even him driving there, he never meant to go in there and go on a date. Like oh, yeah. he he had already decided he wasn't gonna go. And so him walking right. up and, and looking at you and walking away and then saying what he said, that was all designed in some retributional way. In my in my mind, in my mind. That stuff isn't spur of the moment honesty or some shit. It's not. It's right. not an honest portrayal. Yeah. In my mind, the guy decided when you were talking about what movie to go to that he was gonna show you up. That he was gonna do something to make it hurtful because that's the only way I can understand him having a clear idea of what he was getting into. Right. Right. Yeah. So I, he, he knew. He already knew. And so it wasn't even like, I think it's, a, frankly, I, I would be willing to bet that he's not being honest about not being into it. What he's, what he's being, what he's doing that for is just to get that last punch, last word, wanted mm-hmm. to troll you, dunk on you. He's just being cruel. Like it, the, yeah. it had nothing to do, it wasn't honest. Like he honestly no. would have 100% like been ready to slam if you showed up at his door and he would have been nice, sweet. You would have never heard two things about it. He would have been into it. He may, and it may be what he's into, but because you were not going to go his way of doing it, he was like, I know what I'm going to do. And he's thinking about it. He's driving there thinking about it. He's like, okay, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to say this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to leave her hanging. And that's going to be his dunk. That's going to be... And look, I'll give you one more. Maybe that's why he never wanted you to know his last name. Probably not. I mean, now that I look back on it, there... I mean... Do you, see what, do you see what I'm saying? Sign. Yeah. It's because he doesn't, want, he doesn't want this kind of stuff to follow him. Which to me yeah. means, uh, you know, he's done this shit before. It totally... Um, oh my God. What was the... Uh, I'm trying to think of the movie that came out maybe a year ago um, because he totally looks like that douche where she's trying to follow the people that ended up killing her friend. She dresses up as a nurse and goes to the bachelor party. Oh, um, I, I don't know when you're talking. I just can't think of the women, something women. <laughs> yeah. I t- <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look it up. I gotta look it up because he totally uh, looks like uh, that douche. He he does, yeah. 
Ugh. What was that called? I can't remember. I don't know. It's I had women in the title. Promising young woman. Yeah, there you go. Promising young woman. I didn't. I I was starting to type it in, but then it recurred to me. So yeah, I mean, if you haven't yeah. seen that movie, this does sound like that guy. It sounds like one of those douchey kind of frat boy fuck dudes, right? That like that's just my type. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Right. It's funny that you say that shit because you know how many times I'm listening to any number or read an article about some horrible dating situation, marriage situation, or like Dr. Drew, when he's counseling people and he's telling men and women, he's like, look for uh, butterflies, not lightning bolts. Like sometimes the people you like, the, or mm-hmm. the, like there's a, di- like there's a diverse group and some of that group's good, but most of yeah. that group isn't. Like the 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 group of people that you're into that gets you sparked, excited, like super, like holy shit, gotta have it. They're not good for you. You know what I mean? They're never gonna be good for you, and it sucks because you really want them to be, but it's not. Like no matter how much you want, delicious cheesecake's not gonna help you lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> but every time you taste it, you're like, oh my god, I want more. But even if even like. It- even if you go for a different dessert, you go for the cake or you go for the ice cream, I ha- I have the same results. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> it feels like the dating apps are like I'm like I can't find a healthy dessert at Walmart. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it's like Bumble. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of high quality candidates out there for that. But still, I just think there's not a lot of high quality candidates out in general. Well, look, you're probably right. I mean, I mean, the the fact of the matter is, is, is it's rough, and it always has been, right? Like, I think uh, there was I just watched Neil Brennan's new stand up where he talks about being single with no kids in his 40s, and he's like. Mm-hmm. You know, if 50% of marriage, he does the math on it and he goes, basically you have a, a 70, like a 70 or 80% chance that it's not going to work out, even if it goes on for a long time. Like it's hard, it's hard and it takes vetting and trial and error. And I'm no different. I mean, Brooke and I were together for like f- 14 years or, or some like really long time before we came around to maybe we get married. You know what I mean? Like we weren't in a rush yeah. for anything. Um, I, and I totally think luck had something to do with it. Like truly it did. It a lo- had a lot to do with it because I will tell I you like to drink that lucky water that you've, <laughs> <laughs> but can I tell you this though? The first, <laughs> the first day I'll tell you about this really quickly and then I'll, we'll do a break and move on. But the first date that we went on, I literally, poured like the truth serum all over the table like i spilt all the tea i was like i'm not looking for this i just got out of a serious relationship it went terribly i still live with this asshole because we have a lease together i was like i gave like i put all the red flags i was like hey i got a lot of red flags here are all of them (laughs) like i truly did and i was like so let's just talk and i'm not trying to get anywhere and look, I didn't know. I had no idea. I thought for sure it was going to be like, there's no way. In a way, I kind of didn't want anybody to get into it from the jump thinking it's going to go anywhere. Right. I kind of was like, mm-hmm. here's a minefield here, but I'm still interested. I'm kind of just want to let you know where I'm coming from. But the thing is, I was really honest. And with Brooke, she thought, oh, this guy's just a fuck boy. I'm going to see the easier to get what he wants. And then he's going to be out. She didn't expect me to stick around either. Like truly. Yeah. And it just sort of ha- happenstance. Right. And I promise you, there's plenty of times where I piss her off enough where she does. She doubts her decisions. <laughs> She's like, maybe I should have chose the other way. But it, I after I got last lucky, night, man. I'm like in my head, I'm all like, whoa. I mean, all I can tell (laughs) you, those you up texts are looking pretty good right now. (laughs) Well, you know, the thing about it is you kind of, I just want, I guess I need to be the, I feel like I I need to tell you that 
you need to try your best to register that guy's reaction as a calculated, uh, malicious thing that was preconceived and not reactionary. Because I think mm-hmm. when you're in the spot that you're in, the reason that it hurts so much, the way I interpret it, is because you feel because it's right there in the moment. It's hard not to feel like there's that's an somehow spontaneous, honest reaction, which would make it super hurtful. Right. And that's yeah. why your brain goes right to, oh, but you had pictures, but you knew, but he definitely knew he was a hundred percent pissed at you being uh challenging to what he wanted to happen. He was called out and busted on it. And I don't think he expected me to chase after him into the parking lot. I will say that. I I, I don't know. I think he was prepared if you did. I mean, speaking as the guy here, you may not expect it, but you kind of know if it happens, you're going to do X. I just don't think many guys, like the way this guy sounds to me is somebody who has got this kind of routine down. And I, I'd be I'd be willing to put money on it that and he's been a hurtful I prick before. Fell for it. Now, don't, don't put it on yourself to be like that. He plays a role... That's yeah. designed to work and be very difficult for for you to kind of be suspicious of. And you can't and you kind of you're in a position where you have to you do have to sort of go forward when somebody treats you nicely, when you're just getting in you're making a connection and you're talking about your first date. There's just no use in starting from the jump, like, well, I've been through this before. Are you one of these guys? It's yeah. not that's not good. You know, you, no. you gotta, you I've gotta, never been like that. but I'm saying like, you didn't do anything. I don't You're think not, I ever will be, but it doesn't make be you a gullible. long break. <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's giving him too much credit. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's doing this shit in a forum where it's easy to do this shit. Right. It's I mean, it's just raw, raw and real right now. And you know, you just, I know, but this guy is a sit complete there and you're like, why didn't I see that? But I mean, look, like, how old is this guy? How old has this been? 34. Yeah, at 34, he is. I mean, look, I'm I'm nobody to judge anybody's life, but I'm telling you, at 34, if I were single, I would hundred percent not be fucking around like that. That's the shit that that again, douchey fucking college kids do. You know, right. when it when they're when you're at 34. You know, you either have some sweet fucking game that you know works for you, which probably means you're not fucking around with Bumble all that much, you know, or, you know, you're actually a decent person doing it. Or you'll do, you'll do what we talked about a second ago. You're going to come right out and go, Hey, I'm only here for, you know, watching movies on Netflix and getting my fucking game on. If you're down. Let me know. And look, he's not even doing that. I chalk yeah. this one up as him being uh, a fucking douche. And if he happens to ever find our um, modest podcast on the air, hey, man, oh, one he dude to another, it. go fuck yourself. <laughs> You're a fucking chicken shit coward with no dick. So, you know, way to go. And I am beautiful. I am a beautiful <laughs> butterfly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, seriously, man. And I am I a unicorn. That's a below the it's just a it's a, a shitty, you know, take you you can talk on this level too, right? There's sportsmanship in game. Mm-hmm. And that kind of shit, that's just unsportsmanlike conduct. Get him off the fucking field. <laughs> Roughing the past. Yeah, I mean, I mean, seriously, too too much, too much, unnecessary. You should have just called it off. You didn't need to show yeah, up with a cancel. plan to hurt somebody. Cancel on yeah. me last minute. Yeah. You know, You're like a fucking liar. He's a liar. Yeah. He's a liar, dude. I'm guaranteed. I mean, canceling last minute would have hurt, but it wouldn't have hurt as bad as this does. <laughs> and when I say hurt, I don't mean like I'm sitting at home crying my eyes no, out because obviously I don't sound awkward. like I've been crying. No, it's awkward. It's I did all up. my crying last night in my closet. <laughs> with my best friend pink whitney <laughs> pink whitney sounds like a euphemism <laughs> and then pink whitney broke a bottle of nail polish on my carpet so 
Yeah, I mean, look, this guy. I'm just telling you, this guy was pissed that you made him change out of his basketball shorts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he could have worn those on the first day, and I probably would have been like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, that chalk that one up as a, a life lesson learned. Next time a guy doesn't want to give you his last name or calls you frigid, just fucking yeah. bow out, call an audible. I should have. I should have. You know, yeah, I get out of that, that shit. I should have done it Friday night, but I was just so excited. Wow, dude. That I, wanted, I was trying to be nice and give him the benefit of the doubt. Like maybe he had had a bad day or. You have you know, told like, Brando yet? I just, <laughs> I texted Brando yesterday and cause I, he was like, if I don't hear by you from, from you by Sunday, um, I'm calling, I'm calling everybody. And <laughs> so I texted him last night and I was like, he goes, well, how do he's like, it's very early for someone to be back from a date. And I was like, well, it, it didn't go well. It, it was canceled. <laughs> Cause I just didn't, I wasn't ready to like Yo. get into it. Oh, what an asshole. Yeah. What an asshole. Not Brando, not Brando by any <laughs> No, no, no. Brando's the bomb. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah. you know, I, I would love to have him on here right now spouting out his opinion. It would be uh, some sharp <laughs> words that I'm not equipped to come up with. I'm too. I'm, I know. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we should have missed opportunity here. Well, man, let's close the book on that one. We're about long 10 minutes overdue for our break. We're going to take <laughs> a second here and we'll be right back with more random conversation. We'll be right back. You've been listening to another fine, fine podcast on the Rumination Radio Network. This is Game Agent E.T. from Oh God, It Hurts! And we hope you keep on listening to our fine, fine podcast here on RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. And we are back. I hope you enjoyed that little break. We just got done talking about Becky's nightmare story with a real... I mean, just shitty little man. Let's just call it that. Shitty little man. Terrible. <laughs> Ter- I mean, really. It's just not even good game. It's almost like I'm more ups- I get upset that people, like there are men out there giving bad names to other men, right? Because there's mm-hmm. there might be a good guy out there, but you might, might. look past him because you've dealt with this <laughs> motherfucker, right? Yeah. It's fucked up, dog. Yeah. Fucked. All right. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Now, I know that you don't often, and you have told me in the past that you don't like talking about politics. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to go deep into it, but I want to, I need it's to not see. Like, it's not that I don't like talking about them. It's that I have a hard time talking about them on the podcast because of the job I do. That's fair. Right. You don't want anything to come back to you. And yeah, I got it. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. But I would, I'll tell you this. I wanted to just make a, take a moment. And, you know, obviously if Mitch were here, we could go back and forth. I'm not really trying to get into the nuance of it, but I just wanted to take a second and make a, I don't know, I guess make my opinion clear on it because it doesn't matter if I do or if I don't. And it's not a political Mm -hmm. podcast, but I follow that stuff quite Mm -hmm. closely. I dig in a lot. And I think sometimes my politics might, I I don't know if it would really surprise anybody, but I do, I just, I, you know, you get to that place where sometimes you take some relief with the way things have gone. And I want to be really clear about why, because I am relieved to a greater extent than I expected to be after this last slew of midterm elections that we've just gotten through. And it isn't specifically because of one group and their success or another group. I, I mean, more so another group and their failure. I think I feel like uh, Al Franken might have put it best by saying the country, the adults in the country kind of stood up and looked at the people who were loud and a little fucking wacky and said, that's enough. Let's all calm down. And that Mm -hmm. is relieving for me. Cause I think there are a lot of people out there that agree with that clearly. 
clearly by the results. You get it. Mm-hmm. And and look, specifically the state that I spent a lot most of my life in in Arizona and where you live now, it's it's mm-hmm. not necessarily a Republican Democrat thing, but Carrie Lake is a fucking loon. I mean, she's just a yeah. loon. And the way that she ran her shit, in my opinion, it's not a judgment of her political views. It's a judgment on if you can't win. Again, we're talking about sportsmanship, right? If you can't win by playing a fair game, then you suck at what you're doing. You just aren't good enough. If you have to manipulate and mislead to that level, and obviously I know there's a lot of people out there that would say, oh, well, every politician, this and that. I get it. I get it. But that person is beyond the pale. And there's a lot of people that are in Arizona that maybe I don't, I clearly wouldn't agree with about a lot of things that were like, it's enough. We're done with you. It's enough. You can sit down, go away. And that is relieving for me. Right. It's because it's no longer, you know, we're talking there's a third group of people that are just out of their fucking minds. And that asshole's one of them. So I mean, I'm I'm telling you, I'm happy to see that that group of people are out there. And also, I want to tell, you know, my particular beliefs, and this is not these are my opinions, these are not the opinions of Becky. These are not necessarily the opinions <laughs> of the network that I uh, pot, that the podcast is part of. I do have an opinion of. about about this one, though. Okay, well, lay it in there because I want to. I don't want to move on past it before I give you a chance to talk. Go I, for it. I am a voter that does my research. I do a lot of research. I don't listen to like the political com- commercials. In the I don't past, know who does. I relied. <laughs> I don't know who does. You'd be surprised. Yeah, You'd I be would surprised. be. I would be. Um. In the past, I've relied heavily on debates. Yeah. And I, as a voter this time around, I felt like in this state, I didn't get enough of those. Which you got to blame on Hobbs. I mean, Hobbs. I blame Hobbs and I blame Kelly. Yeah. I blame both of them. That's fair. I wish we um, could have gotten more information and been more informed on specific things. Um, but we weren't. So we didn't have, you know, various opinions on a lot of things. So you you definitely, this election had to go and do your research. And I, I just felt like I wish I would have had that to help me know that I was making the best decision. So I kind of feel like, myself. Uh, I mean, I think you're right. And I, I think there's a lot of criticism to be had there. That's f- totally fair. Um, but in the only defense I can have for somebody choosing not to go into those debates is if you kind of reflect on that particular method where it's no longer like I, I would I don't know that I would have been happy if let's say there was a Hobbs Lake debate and Lake went peak Trump. And just talked over and made it a circus. And it was about dunking on the other person. It wasn't about talking about these things or having reflect like a, a presentation of the different point of views. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't believe that it would have been what would have been a, it wouldn't have been the, a, like a traditional debate, right? It would have been. I, dis- I, I disagree with you there. I don't think, it, I just don't have any reason to believe that based on what I was presented with from, from Carrie Lake. I don't have yeah. a. I don't have any reason to buy. I don't say. I can't say you're wrong. I just don't have a reason to believe it. I still would have preferred the attempt, like between mm-hmm. nothing or something. I would have preferred something, and I am with you on the criticism of it. But like I said, if there is one mindset you can have, is maybe that person would have just been a prick the entire time, and there wouldn't have really been. And then it wouldn't have been as close of a race. But, well, maybe you're right, but again. I wouldn't have wanted to see that either. You know what I mean? Like I want a mature debate. And if I would have been able, if I, if somebody were to tell me that's definitely going to happen, I want that every time, every time. I just don't have any reason to believe it would have been that. Um, still, I'm still satisfied with the fact that overall there was this tamping down on those crazy loud 
if I didn't get my way, it's a cheap rigged system kind of mindset. Mm-hmm. Like that, I'm just kind of glad that there's a lot of voices out there that were sort of over it, over that that sh- that shtick, as it were. At least in in some of the major races, you know. Um, I mean, obviously, you're not going to do that across the board, and everybody deserves to have an opinion. You know, Marjorie Taylor Greene still won. It still looks like Bobbert's going to win. Like these are people who I don't really see are doing anything other than wanting to i don't know it feels more like a social media approach to me like that sort of social media personality where they're just wanting to rile up their base by by trying to troll and dunk on the other side i don't want that from either side i'd rather have an informed debate like what you're talking about Mm -hmm. so i was afraid like i was afraid uh and stressed out that this sort of narrative was gonna win and I'm I'm glad because I'd rather have, uh, I you know I'm a registered independent. I don't lean to push for one or the other, but I'd rather have reasonable people on both sides so I can have good debates in the future to judge off mm-hmm. of, as opposed mm-hmm. to what kind of has become popular or what seemed like was more popular than it turned out with level-headed people. So. I'm kind of thankful to the country in a weird way. Like I, I, I truly do. Like the, you got to imagine, you remember Brando talking about how he was mm-hmm. basically arming up, preparing for yeah. Lake to be a, the governor. Right. And even though it was a close enough election, it's still relieving to me to be able to like go to him and go, hey, you wasted your money. <laughs> I mean, not really, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's still good people out there who want to be reasonable. There's people like you and me who'd prefer a reasoned out debate as opposed mm-hmm. to argumentative and ridiculous, you know? And I mean, and I just would have liked to see, I would have liked to have known better known their stances on things me that too. are important. Well, and I think that's the way it should be. You know, I live in Louisiana now and I don't have the, um, the ire towards, people who I don't agree with as much. If anything, I get, but I'll use my family as an example. You know, my, my, I love my mom. My mom is a very smart, successful, like hard nosed person. I have a lot of respect for her and she's a Republican and has been her whole life. And she's very easily, she is a perfect person to be pulled in like like the undercurrent like the undertow in an ocean like she'll get pulled into the party's sort of direction towards things and that makes her one of those people that because she doesn't you know she's in her 80s she's not following all the politics and some of it's moving so fast that it's just beyond her right so she's gonna go to people or air sources that she trusts and you can't have just always be angry at that person. And when you really put it together, there's clearly candidates out there that are going to play. And this is pure politics and has been for you know hundreds of years at this point, where they will play a character role in order to get that good person to go with them and support them into doing not so good things. And that's where I get, you know, I know there's a small group of people who I don't agree with who clearly want to do, they have nefarious ideas of how they want to be in a a theocracy, or they want everything to be by the Bible, or they want everything to be, um, you know, one-sided and anger and judgment towards the other. I'm not for that. And when you're starting to manipulate decent people instead of informing them, that's where I want to, I need to kind of stay disciplined so I don't group everybody together sort of lazily. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to become a lazy thinker and just be like, everybody who supports this guy is a horrible person because that shit's just not true. It's just not true. Either side, either side. You're not going to, not, they're just not there. And for me, the results of this midterm sort of showed that, that there are a lot of people. Um, and I'll give you a great example because it supports the way I think. I might be 
pro-choice and somebody else out there might be pro-life. And there are plenty of people that I know that live in my area of the country that are super pro-life, but they would never support a law that says a person doesn't have freedom to do what they want. They would argue with the person on their choice. They would try to tell that person what they should do, but they would never in a million years support the government coming in and saying, here's a law, you can't do that. And I fucking love that. Like, I don't agree with them entirely, Mm -hmm. but I like that we can both get to this place where we're like, we have our opinions and our job is to, you know, if we're that passionate about it, we can talk to people and lay out our argument or lay out our viewpoint and hopefully we can get people to agree with one way or the other. That's the whole ambition of it, right? To They convince somebody that you're, you have a point, but that they would disagree with maybe where I stand on it and still go, but we're against the country going to a place where we put enough people in power, where it becomes a fucking law. I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I kind of, I'm good with that. You know what I mean? Like I'm good with that person having a difference of opinion, but not wanting to, to make this a theocracy. You know, it's still a freak. Like that to me is a support of what the country is supposed to stand for. So I kind of, that's what I took the whole results of it to mean. And I was grateful for it. So I wanted to say something about it. Way to go. Enough of us in America that believe that way. I'm with you. I'll buy you a beer. <laughs> it's going to be a pretty big tab. It's a pretty big tab. But yeah, I mean, that that kind of is all I really... I don't really talk about politics that much. I will probably do some one-off, shorter, sort of brev politic episodes where I kind of go into my thinking about that kind of stuff. Because, I, I mean, that to me is the most cap... Uh, it, it it is captivating to me that you have these lifelong conservative women who have, you know, fought those battles to be pro-life for decades, have spent time in those groups. I don't agree with their conclusions, but when it came down to voting for people who were going to try to make it a law, they were like, no, that's not right. They were they were as pissed off about, uh, you know, the Dobbs Supreme Court decision and Roe being overturned as everybody who supports pro-choice. And I think that that's a statement about um, that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I think it's too easily overlooked. You know, I don't think that that person, believe it or not, is your ally when it came down to it. You may not agree on everything, but that's that's somebody who you got to be grateful for stood for what was right. So I thought it was a captivating part and narrative that just um, probably gets overlooked pretty easily. You know what I'm saying? And that's not about hatred towards anybody. It's just a principled stance that that's not what this is supposed to be about. Uh, Alito, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> probably the leaker of the whole thing in the first place. Yeah, dick. I don't know if you caught that story. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's all. I wanted to take a second and kind of, it's fresh. It's no, you know, it's it's still only a couple of weeks old. And, um, and yo, I'm fucking pleased about it, right? It made me, made me not feel like I was so marginalized. Because I really did think, like Brando did. Right, my reaction wasn't to go buy a fucking gun, but <laughs> but I totally was like, "Oh shit, dude, this is going to be forty years of legal battles." You know what I mean? Like a lifetime, a generations of of pushing back. But now it just looks like we're on the same page, right? Keep the rules this way. We're going to try to convince them that way. That that's better. That's better. It's not too different than what you said about the debates, right? You want to hear people state what their thoughts are and then you as the individual can decide what you agree with it would be totally different i want to see, see people not stand behind you know their who they think is going to get them there like 
Yeah. Right. right. I want to yeah. know their personal opinions, not not see, oh, okay, well, this was my ad. I stand behind this ad. Or not this be is a what sellout. my website says. Yeah. Yeah. Not be a fucking sellout. I want to make sure that you're at, number one, you're eloquent, and that number two, that you could handle the job. Like part of the debates is seeing like how well somebody does under pressure. Absolutely. Plus, you know what? That's just not going to work like it used to for so long. And it's one of the few mm-hmm. things I can say about not only social media, but way to go Gen Z. I mean, seriously, those that group is not going to be as easily susceptible to those old school tactics like my previous example of the generation represented by my mother is. They're mm-hmm. savvy. They're 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 plugged into social media. So if you run your campaign through your primary saying one thing and then the minute you win your primary your website totally erases every kind of crazy ass thing you were saying so that you right. seem more palatable, that's not going to go under the radar like it used to. For people who are 50, 55 and above, they might not be paying attention to that and they're going to miss it. But uh, clearly, Gen X and younger were like, we see what you did there, uh, Dr. Oz, you douche. Like, we know what you're doing. Crudite, bro. Is that what you're trying to get the blue-collar people with? <laughs> Look at this crudite. I mean, it's they know what's up. They know what's clear. And that's why Fetterman won. I mean, I could have told you I thought Fetterman was going to win by his, the way his social media game was working. Like the minute they I knew Fetterman was going to win the minute Oprah. Oh, backed him. him. Right. Well, yeah, yeah dude. And, the, and that's saying something because Dr. Oz was like her. Her creation, man. her Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah no shit. Yeah. <laughs> now the one that, the, the one that clued me in that he would be more appealing to younger voters was, I think Oz's campaign had done a real shit Photoshop job of uh, like a rendition of the stepbrothers billboard with Will Ferrell movie. And Mm -hmm. they just put Fetterman's head and Bernie Sanders head and Fetterman's social media reaction to that was like the cheesiest, like light bright looking thing with a rainbow and a unicorn and lots of colors. And it said, Photoshop is my life. (laughs) and at that and i mean that was such a beautiful troll at that point i was like oh yeah this guy's outmatched he's outdated crusty and fucking just he's he's outgamed here it was not going to work well for him so i mean look i'm relieved i wanted to express thanks to anybody if you voted in that way regardless of whether you're right or left if you supported the fact that we shouldn't have a law governing humans' bodies like that, then props to you. I appreciate you. And if you didn't and you want to hate on me for my opinion, you know, it's your business. I don't really give a shit, but uh, I'm not hating on you either. Just think you're wrong. You should email us. Yeah, do it. Right? It's not suck a- my dick <laughs> at, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we'll get right back to you. We'll get right back yeah, to you real it's, soon. Um, it's, um, uh, S U X my and then Dick is D I K because D I C K was taken and then it's the at and then it's gmail dot com so you guys can just email us there and we'll get we'll get back to you right away super fast so fast super fast so fast you'll be like oh my god (laughs) and and I mean look I know I'm not even to put you on the spot talking about stuff but I mean I agree with you Becky I think that we're both sort of saying the same thing, right? Just mm-hmm. we want to hear what you have to say. Don't don't try to extort people into having to do it your way. You know, um, I did right. I did want to talk a little bit about the whole thing going on with uh, Twitter and Elon, but I'm out of time, and I'll save it for maybe one of my own little short things. Anyway, um, I have opinions also, about it. Real quick before we leave, did yeah. you see the sentence for Daryl Brooks? Yes, I did. 
Did you see how fast the jury came back? I, I also heard the Two applause. Hours. I also yeah. heard the applause after he was sentenced. Yeah, I mean, over if, a thousand, over a thousand years. If you did not catch to. what our episode about Daryl Brooks, if you don't know about Daryl Brooks, uh, you should definitely look it up. It's those kinds of moments where you feel like I'm telling you, the last few years, if you're looking for some semblance of justice being done, believe it or not, it it's not always in the courts. It's not with every judge, but. A lot of it's been in the courts, and a lot of it's been mm-hmm. with a lot of judges. Uh, you know, rule of law. I'm she all about it, right. it. Yeah, they the judges have been, you know, c- look, fair enough to a lot of the crazy politics we've had over the last couple of years, too. Last thing I'll say about it. Um, sanity and salient-minded decisions have come from judges who have been a product of uh, the Republican Party. And if you if you want to be fair about it, you got to give them credit where credit's due. I'm not telling you that Republicans are better. I'm not telling you Democrats are worse. But a lot of the fair decisions about the rule of law and keeping shit sane have come from people who were put into place by Republican presidents and that are Republicans themselves, and they have been uh, legit adhering to the rule of law. Not all of them. Most of the pricks come from Texas. Big fucking surprise. But, you know, <laughs> uh, a lot of them have been pretty decent people in general and uh, straight up American before they're anything else. And I, I think that's, uh, again, I'm I'm happy about the way things went right now. I hope I keep being happy and I'm not jinxing shit. I'm going to loudly knock on wood. You hear that? And I think with him being on his head, (laughs) (laughs) my thick head. Yeah, listen, um, back. Don't that that dude's a fuck. And I'm glad you shared your story with us. Thanks for sharing so openly about all that. Mm, Thanks for listening. We love you. (laughs) I just don't want to hear. I just don't want the episode to end with. You know, there's someone out there for you. Just <laughs> I'm just saying they're not all pricks. That's all I'm going to say. It's, there's definitely there, not there's 100% motherfuckers. For everybody. Now, here's what we live Yours is just taking a couple of wrong turns, and he's gotten on the wrong <laughs> airplane a couple times. Because you're good like, enough. You will find him. You're you smart enough and doggone <laughs> it. No, I mean, look, I, I'll, I'll say this. Guys out there that are on Bumble. Just own your shit and have the balls to be honest from the jump. You want a friend with benefits? Let's be friends with benefits. I would have been all on that. I mean, give give them the option. Sometimes that's all I want too. Yeah, she's a grown ass person. She can make her own fucking decisions. Grown ass woman who knows what I want. Yeah, she doesn't (laughs) want to do that. She doesn't have to do that. But don't try to be all. We're gonna go on a movie date. I'll still be here. I understand your schedule. And then at the last second, be like, "Yo, you want to just come over to my place and do this?" And then say you're looking for, I mean, come on, man. That's some, some childish ass bullshit. That's not, it's just not good. Weak ass, weak shit right there. Weak. That's, that's what we're going to end on. Weak. Weak. <laughs> All right, guys, we appreciate you listening through. We'll catch you on the next episode. Brevity Box is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. You heard me say it at the beginning. I'm saying it at the end. You know you can find a way to support what we do by going to our website at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. And we will see you next time, hopefully sooner rather than later. <sighs> good one. I feel good about that. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.